Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Airport Minute, where each and every day, Monday through Friday, we go over one minute of the greatest disaster movie ever made, the 1970 Universal Pictures movie, Airport. I'm one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of TVDad.com. And I'm your substitute co-host tonight, Nancy O'Kane, filling in for the vacationing Mark Cerulli. And with us tonight, our guest, Jonathan Carlyle, one of the soon-to-be hosts of the Princess Bride Minute. Welcome, Jonathan. Hello, it's nice to be here. And we are continuing our week here of having people on who have either never seen the movie or have just seen the movie. And Jonathan, you fall into that uh, that first category of never having seen the movie except for minute one twelve, which is kind of a it's kind of a smorgasbord of every character actor and a lot of the main characters for this movie. So on your first viewing of these people in motion and not just a still picture of. Uh, <laughs> on the podcast what was, what was your initial impression um honestly i don't think i recognize any of the faces except for the pilot um so there was that uh, i thought i don't know my initial reaction was uh it was kind of everything i expected it to be based on what i'd heard from the podcast um we've got the the yellow color in there and everything but as far as the people i'm really curious actually what's going on or what just happened to make everything happen that's going on right now. Oh, okay. It's, well, uh, you're, you're, you're aware of, of the bomb. The bomb, <laughs> the bomb has, I, has gone off. Okay, I was aware that there was a potential bomb, but I didn't know I didn't know what happened. Oh, okay. Well, I, I don't want to spoil that for you. I think we'll, we'll, have, you, we'll have you on after seeing the entire movie, but uh, generally there, <laughs> there has been a big event concerning the bomb, and obviously since the plane is still flying and people are still alive, Apparently, it takes more than three sticks of dynamite to knock a 707 out of the sky. <laughs> well, that's uh, impressive because that was, that was uh, even though I knew that there was a bomb in the movie, I didn't know if that's what happened or if there was a fight because there doesn't seem to be any real damage to the plane. And even the people, there's just some band-aids and bandages and stuff. So yeah, I, yeah. I didn't know. It, it's well, that's, like all, a... that's all due to Dean Martin's skill in flying the plane so smooth. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, he's he, also his uh, telephone etiquette too. I mean, if he can pick up a phone and, and talk to everybody on the plane, that, that's a pretty good job. And he still he still managed to keep his tie tied, so that's a a very very good sign. Um, these uh, I guess you saw mostly all the or the all the character actors. You did get to see uh, uh, just just to give you a hint, the fellow that's to the left of the uh, when they're in those opening seconds, uh, the fellow to the left of Gary Collins, the uh, flight engineer is our legendary Mr. Rathbone, the fellow who uh, was complaining about stale nuts. That's the, that's the stale nuts guy there. Okay. And uh, just uh, they, they just kind of do a portrait study of everybody who's been a major player in the movie uh, or that, that on the plane, who's still on the plane. We see uh, Jacqueline Bissett in the back of the plane. They're all wrapped up in bandages with a, a doctor who just happens to have a stethoscope and a complete bag full of adrenaline and morphine uh, with him on, on the on the flight. So he's in the back there taking care of Jacqueline Bissett. We've seen a couple of crowd scenes where there's a nun uh, who's sitting with Ada Quonset, uh, played by Helen Hayes, the, the little old lady who uh, stowed away on the plane. And uh, there, it, yeah, it, it's mostly, uh, and Whit Bissell, uh, the fellow from, uh, if you watch The Trouble with Tribbles, he was the guy that ran the space station. He's sitting directly in front of the nun. If you look at uh, second 23, you'll be able to see him parked in front of the nun. So uh, I guess oh, okay. I, I, I I'm not sure how much different this is from what you've heard. It, it's very I, I find it extremely unusual to be listening to a podcast of a movie that you haven't seen. But uh, 
have have we led you astray a, a lot in this movie? I don't I don't know if this is like the, the theme less action packed or I mean this is kind of a slow a slow mo- moment in the movie. Oh no, I I thought it was kind of fun. I kind of looked at it as like a a radio show or something, and you know just the next episode would come on and I'd just see what happens. But okay. uh, um, that's interesting that you said that they're um, Jacqueline Bissett um, with the doctor. They're in the back of the plane because I I didn't actually know where they were. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't know if that was area that was in front of all these people that we're seeing or, or, or where it is. But yeah, I think early, earlier on in the movie, we're seeing where all these things happen. She was, she was injured because most of the damage occurred in the, in the tail of the plane. And she just happened to be closest to it when it happened. So she's, uh, she's all kind of messed up. And, uh, and I noticed she has makeup all over her face as opposed to the other people who just had the red circles around their eyes. That's right. Yeah. Most, most of them have like uh they were hit with bingo markers and stuff. Um, we we were talking about this a couple episodes ago that, you know, most of the, the work they've done to make everything look extremely accurate is amazing. But when it came to people being injured in the event that took place on the plane, a few of the extras had what looked like red circles drawn around their eyes with a magic marker. It, <laughs> so we're trying to figure out what kind of injury that was and how you would treat it. But Jacqueline Bissett looks very injured back there in the in the back of the plane. We're seeing different. I mean, a lot of these people we've been introduced to as, as they pass through the uh... Uh, I'm trying to just trying to find individual seconds to uh, to point them out to you. If you go to uh, second 36, you can see well Whit Bissell's in the front, but next to him is uh, the Schultz family featuring Skyler, who was the uh, the know-it-all kid that was pointing out that the stars were moving in the in the background, and that obviously the plane is turning around. So uh, he's he's kind of there looking a little forlorn because uh, he doesn't know what to do. The his world is turned topsy turvy. It's uh, kind of depressing. <laughs> um, okay, so in in that same second, thirty six, um, in front of all those people you were just talking about, there's a guy. He, I don't think you can see him in this minute at all, except for this shot. Does he have neck injury or something going on there? Yeah, I was wondering about that. It looks like he. It almost looks like a shaving accident there. <laughs> uh, he's the uh, he's one of the many character actors who was talking to Dean Martin in an earlier minute to tell him how smooth the plane was flying. He was uh, he was explaining about how he had set a drink on the armrest and that it didn't not have a it didn't have a ripple on it. Wow, that is smooth. So uh, yeah. So and Whip Bissell sitting behind him has uh he has a lot of makeup on him too. Apparently he got hit with a a briefcase or a I don't know one of those uh those giant towers of shrimp that we'd seen earlier coming out of first class. <laughs> so just definitely damaged with uh, maybe he got hit with a, a bag full of stale nuts. Who knows? Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm trying to imagine coming into this particular minute out of out of context, and. It does. It does seem like Dean Martin's the only guy in the cockpit flying the plane. He's just like trying to calm everybody down. It for some reason it looks it, it, with people moving. If you'll notice uh, earlier in the scene, like uh, around second twenty-three, you'll notice that there are four people sitting in three seats. They've moved everybody up forward. Um, I think the result of it, it, though, is it makes it look like there's less people on the plane. There's just that one little army or a couple of the army guys sitting way in the back of the plane by themselves. Okay, so why why is that? I noticed that they were back there. Why are they? Uh, well, they're yeah. almost kind of separate. Not well, a yeah. Couple seats between them. There was well, there was a there was a hole in the plane in the back of the plane, 
where the uh, second officer has moved to, he's standing in the he's standing at the back of the aisle there in the by the laboratories. He's kind of standing in front of where the hole is. They were there trying to put pieces of plywood or, or blankets and, and stop up the hole of a plane that's traveling 300 miles an hour. I don't quite understand why why they would think that that would make much of a difference. And, and yet they could carry on a conversation in a normal tone of voice. Yeah, yeah. So that was uh, just in in recent previous minutes. <laughs> it's all just a little bit non. Uh, not not reality based. I guess this yeah, this can be perplexing if you haven't seen the rest of the movie. And okay, I'm... so so based on based on what you've said, and I kind of assumed that it must have been the bomb, um, but just based on the damage I was seeing or not seeing, I didn't know if that's what it was. So basically, what I'm seeing in this minute, okay, so the bomb went off. It's already happened. Everyone has shifted. The things have happened, but from from what I can tell, this is a story that that I can only tell from this minute. Is it looks like the danger's already passed. The airplane's not shaking or anything, so I'm not real sure how severe the damage is. Uh, it looks like from just this minute that the pilot is just in the cockpit all by himself. Like he may have always been there. Like, yeah, okay, like, he was just there, and it's oh, by the way, we had a. Uh, an explosion, but everything's okay. And well, he's he's using his voice to keep everybody calm. Yeah, everybody. And right. the the co the pilot is there with him too on the other side of the cockpit. But I don't think we show him in this particular. We don't minute. see him in this minute. No, but yeah. but Dean Martin is not alone up there. Yeah, and actually oh, okay. he, he's flying in the right seat, so he's he's kind of in the co pilot seat. He's the co pilot for this particular flight. I'm just wondering, based on what you've seen, do you have any uh, idea of? Like, assume that that bomb went off. What do you think happened? What do you think, what was, on the evidence that you've seen here, what do you think happened in the previous, like, five minutes or so? Uh, well, I I don't know that I know exactly what he looks like, but I think I've I think I've seen pictures based on the podcast enough to know that the the guy that had the bomb, I, I don't think I see him in here. Okay. So I don't know what happened to him. Yeah, but like I said, it, it seems like, if this was the first minute where everyone settled, I'd be very surprised because it looks like the hubbub is done. Like, it, like I said, it looks like the pilots are just up in the cockpit and they may never, never have even moved. Like there, there wasn't too much going on. Uh, maybe there was a skirmish. Uh, some people got in a fight, but it doesn't. To me, it doesn't look like a bomb went off because I don't see any yeah. evidence of that. Okay, interesting. Yeah, this is a. Uh, this is fa it's fascinating having you on because I'm. I'm trying to see this out of the context i can i see where it's where it goes with this of like how much there was a great hubbub in the past 10 minutes there's so there was so much going on there's so much activity and uh and things happening and people getting involved and then uh having to fix stuff so this is kind of the first calm minute we've had and uh yeah i, I guess it's generally there's nothing really to worry about so uh, there the problem here is that they're still in the air and they have to land and uh, if you'll recall, there was a, there's a giant snowstorm going on, so we're not exactly sure if things are going to be safe enough to land the plane. So that that's their up their upcoming danger that they have to worry about is how they're going to put the plane down. And they're also not a hundred percent sure about the structural damage to the plane. Yeah, there yeah. there is that big crack in back by the bathroom, the crack in the ceiling that we well, don't know what's going to happen with I that. Don't, I don't think we've I don't think we've seen that crack in this minute though. That's the thing. If you can imagine what what's happened to Jacqueline Bissett as what's happened to the plane, that might help in 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 determining how this thing, <laughs> where it happened and what you know what was going on. Now, having seen this minute, does it make you? Um, 
more likely to look forward to seeing the entire movie or is it just like oh it's going to look like this for most of the movie how does it how does this make you feel in watching it uh i would say this minute definitely makes me want to to watch it because like you said you see just about everybody in one shot so there's definitely some character moments going on that i i don't understand because i don't know the characters but it's it's interesting enough like uh i want to know what's going on with the nun that's seated yeah because she's smiling through this whole minute and if you uh i think the first time you really see her around second uh 12 or starts at 12 okay yeah. she's sharing that she's sharing that fur coat with yeah, the lady with, next to her yeah with helen hayes that's right yeah and but if you if you watch like starting at 12 and going to 15 or something like she's smiling and stroking that fur coat like she's really happy with it or yeah. I'm, i don't know yeah like she's never had a mink before and this is like okay and yes. uh when they uh when they cut away from her the doctor that's working on uh jack on the set is uh, the uh the the nurse that is working with her is is the other nun she had her habit kind of blown off by uh the events and uh so they were traveling together so it's kind of uh this is a back-to-back nun pieces. Oh, so um, she did. Have, she did have a habit, though. She was, yeah, yeah, she did. Just it, just, a, it just didn't get knocked off. Yeah, she also. She's not uh, just yeah, the, or something. That's right. Yeah, the the, the nurse was actually uh, actress Janice Hansen. She uh, she would later play Mrs. Felix Unger on the Odd Couple show. Um. So, she, but uh, she <laughs> kind of odd having having her back there with. Uh, I, I, and this this nun previously when after the event happened, she was up. Uh, uh, fixing people, applying first aid. The older nun was was applying first aid, but now she's apparently uh, safely tucked in a in a mink with Helen Hayes. So it's uh, there's a lot of different intersections of a lot of these uh, of a lot of these characters. Ha- having not seen the earlier portions of it, I don't know how much. Yeah, I guess you can't really invest yourself in them because you don't know who they are or what they're what they're doing. No, but there's definitely some that, like I said, that nun, I'm really intrigued with her. Now you, you did mention, and I noticed that too, that everyone is shoved up toward the front so much that even though there's three seats, they got four people in a seat, but that seems to be only on the one side. There's not too many full shots of the, what would be the port side. And, uh, yeah, it seems like they're just one-to-one over there. Yeah. They mostly use the port side for, you know, camera moves and things. So I think they try to aim all the interesting people seem to be sitting on the right-hand side of the plane. So they, uh, they and the port side only had one seat, right? It's only a single, no, no, single. No, it's three and three. This is a a standard 707. Yeah. Yeah. Remember if, if you'll recall back when, uh, when we had previously looked at Dio Guerrero, he was sitting next to okay. uh, Helen. Oh, Hayes that's right, yeah. And uh, Whit Bissell. So. Oh, you know, what? maybe maybe I'm thinking of a scene where they were showing first class. Would it have been different in first yeah, class? Fir- first class okay. was two and two, and these. Okay. And the, oh, the all right. Never mind. And, and we don't even see first class in this particular minute, hmm. so it's kind all of. Right. Uh, uh, Jonathan, you're you're already aware of the relationship between Dean Martin and Jacqueline Bissett in this movie, I guess. That. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So yep. that's. That that's where his his concerns lie at the other end of the other. He you know he can't get up and go see how Jack on the set's doing because somebody's got to fly the plane. So uh, well, he's, he's doing a good job of of using his calm voice because just watching this minute, I would have never guessed that there was that he had any concerns at all. Yeah, yeah, he's all just kind of comfy, cozy back there. Um, and but meanwhile, he's just worried about what's going to happen to his uh, his girlfriend slash. Uh, mother of his children mother of his future children so it's just kind of there's there's there, there's that element to it as well well what i what i would like to do i the more i'm thinking about this the more it it sounds like if if i could have you back on a later minute where you 
just you know we've seen the whole movie and see how how the how viewing the entire movie changes your opinion of this particular minute it it might be a big deal it might be i mean this in the context of the entire movie might just be a small thing or it might be i mean there might be some key scenes that you know you just don't you don't know because you don't know where these characters are coming from um I guess it's a lot easier to do this in a movie in a movie like Airport rather than um, Princess Bride because I think everybody's everybody's seen Princess Bride, so I think it would be difficult to find somebody who hasn't uh, aired it. Sure. Uh, when when is uh, when is Princess Bride due? Have, do you have a, a rough timetable or? Uh, unfortunately, we do not have an, a date yet. Uh, we're just trying to you know entry level production and uh, have a little back and forth and stuff. So we want to make sure that when we put it out there that it's it's everything we want it to be so sure so, so sometime in 2017 i guess or hopefully <laughs> yeah yeah i mean we're we tentatively are shooting for like any day i don't know how that's going to happen but maybe january um and hopefully not but it might get pushed back a little bit more than that but uh i you know hopefully we can uh let people know as soon as possible and and get that going okay well we'll uh we'll have a link to uh uh, the uh, you, you have the princessbrideminute.com is that is that where you're at it is it is the princessbrideminute.com um it is under construction so okay so well, everything's everything's like at uh, 80% kind of as far as that goes but okay well we'll have a we'll have a link to it and maybe people who are listening to archive versions of this will come back and they'll be able to listen to your episode 73 and things like that so yeah yeah it'll, it'll always be there well, Jonathan, thank you for this interesting experiment as we continue our year of uh, of looking at this movie with new eyes. This was uh, unusual, and th- thank you so much for being a a lab rat for the, for, for, for this thing. Well, it, thanks thanks for having me. Can I say one more thing? Sure. I really wish at the very beginning of this minute that it had started like two seconds later or something, um, because the the line when he's talking to the priest, yeah, and he. <laughs> He says, uh, "We want you to be in charge of prayer, or, or whatever he says." I don't actually get the whole, oh, whole yeah. uh, line. Um, I wish that he was completely cut off, and we only heard what the priest says, um, because it seems like there's a lot of different options for what he might be even talking about. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Intri- like, intriguing. <laughs> like, do you want? I, I, a... I forget. What does the priest actually say? Is it something like, uh, "If that's an order, you're half an yeah. hour too late," or something? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That's, that's... yeah. Thirty minutes too late, son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean the the first thought that came to my head was like that would be, you know, like a perfect Depends commercial. Or yeah, something yeah. Like I was thinking that, you, but... need, you need a fresh change of uh, chairs or. <laughs> yeah. So so I I wish I wish I knew yeah. I wish I didn't know what they were talking about so that his line would be funnier. But no, I, I understand. Well, it's 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 theater of the mind anyway. Don't don't worry about that. Now, one one <laughs> other other question about this: Has this improved your uh, understanding of the movie Airplane? as uh for the the look and feel this minute may not have well the look of it for sure yes but the listening to the podcast i honestly i don't i didn't even know about um this movie i probably if anyone ever mentioned it to me i probably just thought they were misspeaking and they actually meant airplane and (laughs) a lot of people think that yeah (laughs) i I kept i kept thinking when we when we wrote the business cards for this i should have written no the airport minute and i have a (laughs) Yeah, that is the way we explain it to people. I say my husband does a podcast about the movie Airport, not Airplane, Airport. That's because <laughs> that's what they think. Wow. What is this going to be funny? <laughs> it's, it's, it's somewhere. <laughs> it's going to happen sometime. 
Um, but it's priest has a has a funny line coming up in about uh, five minutes. But it's actually the joke of the movie. People remember oh, the, wow. the one scene. So uh, when you, I will send you a, 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 a so that you can watch you can watch this movie. Uh, I will let you, let you watch the movie and then <laughs> you'll understand even more. But uh, thank you so much for being on this particular minute. We will continue this week of uh, of new eyes on an old movie right here on on the airport minute. If you'd like to. Uh, uh, chat some more for this uh, on their social media. We've got all the right places to go. You can go to Twitter, Airport Minute. You can go to uh, Facebook, Airport Minute, and the Airport Minute Commanders Club. Uh, also, the great big site, airportminute.com, where you can listen to every single episode out there. While we're still on the air in this last half hour of the movie, uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Actually, you can subscribe to us after you've gotten off iTunes, but you won't we won't have new airport issues, not for this, for this particular movie, but go to, uh, go to iTunes, uh, search for airport minute and hit the subscribe button. You can get this delivered Monday through Friday for as long as we're, uh, we're making these new episodes. Uh, so please join us here for the rest of the week as we find out what people who have never seen this movie before, uh, think about this movie they've never seen before. Um, again, thank, thanks Jonathan. And we will see you again online. Also, please check out the princess bride for more information about what promises to be the start of a great series. And I'm looking forward to having that fill up my podcast uh, app on my iPhone. We will see you all here tomorrow on uh, the Airport Minute. Until then, good day. Thanks for being with us. Bye-bye. Nice going, sweetheart. Remind me to send a thank you note to Mr. Bowling.